to a very special episode of After the Movie. I'm Bob. I'm Alex. Erica's out. She's not the co-host anymore. (laughs) I've taken over this show, too. (laughs) Suck it. Alex is slowly uh, beginning his uh, quest to dominate the Team Puma Knife podcast network. Deal with it. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, I found out, like, uh, what about two weeks ago, maybe a little less, that Amazon was doing a promotion... Uh, to do a special screening of Jumanji two weeks ahead of time. So I said, I'm pretty sure this movie's going to be bad, but The Rock's in it, so I'll go see it. You had two weeks to think about going to this fucking movie, and you still went? Yes. Mm. (laughs) You couldn't couldn't get any advance tickets for The Last Jedi, huh? No, no no advance tickets for The Last Jedi. Why Why would I do that? You know, uh, but it's funny because I I went through it and I said, oh, you know, this would be kind of cool for the podcast because we'll we'll see it pretty far in advance of most other people. Um, So I thought it'd be fun to do Uh, either way. Before we actually start talking about the movie, uh, it was just an interesting experience. I've never gone to an advanced screening before, and it was interesting to see, like, they didn't have like the normal movie shit playing before the movie, you know, you didn't have the, the movie trivia and this, that, and the other. And, um, they also, uh, they didn't have nearly as many trailers and they were all only trailers for Sony movies. Uh, Because this is a Sony movie. It is, but you know, you didn't know. Oh, we're going to get into that. Um, so, but before we, like I said, before we start talking about the movie, we're going to steer to the left and take a quick walk through the trailer park. First up, Alex, were you going to say something about how horrible that is? No, I just have no idea what trailers we watched because they all suck. I know they all sucked. I will also say normally we try and do these things like right after we watch them, but it, it just wasn't possible. So uh, we're doing this two days later. So hopefully it doesn't impede us too much. Uh, the first one was Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. This looks like shit. You're buying advanced tickets, right? Oh, yeah. The Amazon Prime advanced tickets, $45 a seat. Here we go. Fortunately, these tickets were uh, priced normally. Mm. They were not any more expensive. Uh, yeah, I've not seen uh, either of the other two Hotel Transylvanias. It does not look good. Um, hard pass for me. I, I would say we're um, not the target audience. No, definitely not. And it became it was obvious during while we were watching the movie we weren't necessarily the target audience either for this. Oh, you were. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Next, we had Alpha. What was this about? This was the one with like the Stone Age people and the kid. Oh, where he befriends the wolf. And it's the story of the first wolf who turns into man's best friend. Yes, that's exactly what it is. What did it say at the end of the trailer? The greatest story ever told or something? Some bullshit like that. It was like, okay, sure, whatever. 
and this it, is going to bomb. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. Like until until we got to the part where he was like getting together with the wolf, I was vaguely interested. But as soon as I saw what was gonna, as soon as the wolf came, I was like, ah. It's a buddy movie. Buddy cop movie? No, just a buddy just, movie. Oh, okay. Who's who's the cop? I don't know. One of them's a cop. Better be the wolf. <laughs> uh, the last trailer we saw, um, again, this was interesting, you know, because we only got three trailers. Um, it was, normally you get seven or eight. So uh, it, that was actually kind of refreshing. It was like you get to your movie a little quicker. Uh, the last one was Peter Rabbit. Oh, yeah, with Rose Brine, right? Yeah. And the other guy? The other guy. And a bunch of CGI rabbits? Mm-hmm. This looked like it might be okay. Yeah, it looked like it'd be a perfectly good family movie. Um, Rose Brine probably got the sweet paycheck for just showing <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, nothing... I'm certainly not going to go to the theater to see it if I'm ever at like some friend's house who has kids and they're watching it. I'll probably pay attention, but that's the extent of that. So it was interesting. There were no, the it really, it really said a lot about who the target audience for Jumanji was on what they previewed mm. us. I would just say they really just showed us three sony trailers before the movie came out yeah they were all kids trailers because we went to a kids movie Mm -hmm. so it makes sense uh then we got you know you know what was funny we went to a kids movie i didn't see any kids in there though all adults yeah it was all adults. very strange yeah uh before we get to the movie um we had like three or four commercials for amazon Oh, God, the one with the boxes. They're all singing. singing. You know what was hilarious about that commercial? I thought to myself, as the commercial was running, they're going to cut this off before anyone actually opens the box and murders it. (laughs) And they give the box to the little girl. The box is singing. And I'm like, oh, you poor box. You don't know. Your life's about to end. It's all over. I... It was for me. It was like this terrifying video of like how Jeff Bezos's uh, dream future. Yes, it's he's just controlling the world. Uh, though I think uh, this is a this is a little bit better of a topic for subtle interference, but we can touch on it real quick because I don't think our after the movie discussion is going to be very long. Uh, there's been there's been some pushback against Amazon um, in recent weeks. Uh, you know, Google is pulling YouTube from the Fire TVs. You must be upset over that. I'm not. But you watch so much YouTube on that Fire TV. How are you going to watch your YouTube now? On my Apple TV. Is that hooked up to that TV, though, or is it hooked yeah. up to this TV? No, we got one on each TV. Wow. I thought you got out of the Apple ecosystem, but it turns out uh, you doubled down, you dumb bitch. I've had those for a long time. You jerk. Uh, but, you know, it's to me, if uh, I'm I'm going to watch YouTube and I've got because there are there's stuff on YouTube that I like. Um, I I can watch pro life fitness, bro, whatever it's pro called. life science, pro life science. Um, 
you know, I can watch it on there. I can watch it on my phone. I can watch it on the Apple TV, the Fire TV stick, till January 1st. There's so many options for me to watch it. And it's it's an interesting dynamic because in traditional business, there's a give and take. And as long if you come into a negotiation in good faith, you're not going to get everything you want. But neither is the other guy. You're going to come to a compromise. But... Amazon is so hell-bent on winning everything that they're going to end up screwing themselves because they're not willing, in a lot of these big tech companies, they're not willing to come to the table in good faith. All they want is for them to be the only winner. So, but I think this is going to hurt Amazon at least a little bit because I was thinking about it. If I'm going to, if I want to watch YouTube, if I want to go watch Honest Trailers or any of a probably half dozen channels that I follow um, for regular content. I'm going to go watch it. I'm not going to say, oh, it's not on the Amazon Fire TV, so I'm not going to watch it. No, I'm just going to go turn on a different device. And then, you know what? Because I'm on the Apple TV, if, I, if I'm if i browsing around and I see, oh, that looks like a cool movie, I'll rent it. I'm going to rent it from Apple because that's where I am. Well, you're going to think to yourself, instead of using the device that only has certain things, I'm going to try to use the device that has everything. And that's why I use the Fire TV right now, because, you know, I do have content on Amazon Prime Video that I enjoy. But even that is now on the Apple TV. Probably not my Apple TV. I think you got to get the current gen, but it's there. So it's kind of this it's this give and take. You know, for you really got to sell your hardware because if you don't have the content, you're going to suffer. Apple's kind of gotten away with that for a really long time with iTunes, which you can only get um, on as far as devices on Apple devices. You can get iTunes on your PC, of course, but um, even then, I think they restrict what you can actually send to your TV, but it's uh so it's interesting you know there has been a little bit of pushback against amazon i've heard people who um who have gotten the amazon can open your door and drop off packages thing i think it's called amazon key yeah Uh, fuck that i've heard very negative reviews um since that's come out so how weird would it be if you're just sitting in your home and you're like say you're in the basement and all of a sudden you hear your door open on the first level and you know no one's home. Even if you knew a delivery was happening that day, that would still freak you out. Oh yeah. And well, and just like any and just like any business, everyone that works there isn't an honest person. Mm-hmm. So even if you say out of 100 people you have one bad apple. That's a lot of bad delivery drivers who are looking to rob you. Or worse. Or, you know, it's, and I think, you know, something that malicious is probably a little rarer, but, you know, it, you, it's a good point. You know, there, there certainly aren't, I don't want other people in my house, period. I, you don't even want me in your house. No, I really don't. I wish the studio was in a third location. Wow. But. <laughs> I was only joking, but it just got real. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's. It's interesting to see, I think, Amazon, how much further Amazon will be able to go before um, they're going to they're gonna reach some limiting factors. 
Uh, I think there's still plenty of room for them to grow, but uh, I do see some beginnings of a resistance to Amazon. And when they do finally hit that point where they're really getting back, you know, where they're really starting to limit how much money they can make, um, it'll be interesting to see how investors in the market react to it. Well, and if Amazon eventually gets to the point where they're the only place you can go and buy things from, which honestly is probably going to happen within 10 years, they're I just completely disagree. They're swallowing everyone up. Yeah, but you got to remember Amazon as big as they are still is a relatively small percentage of uh, online of the, uh, the total online retail market. Now, granted they are the single biggest player, but there's still tons of retailers. There's still stuff you can't get on Amazon. And whether you like it or not, like I, I bet you can't buy, you know, I bet Columbia doesn't sell through Amazon. So I think other online retailers are getting better, uh, more. And I think there is a general feeling of uh, within a lot of people there are the, I mean there's plenty of people who are definitely like I just want it the absolute cheapest I can possibly have it and I want it today and blah, 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 blah. but Amazon can't even deliver on that anymore you know their Amazon logistics and their bad relationship uh, with the postal service and UPS is making has huge problems for the deliveries during this time of the year um so but let's talk about that more on next to subtle interference uh the only reason i diverted this, this isn't subtle interference this isn't subtle interference oh, we'll sorry. change it into subtle interference <laughs> if i decide but uh bob thinks he's in control he's not <laughs> but i did want to talk a little bit about it because this was this whole thing came because amazon did um this uh pre-release and uh, that's how we got there. So let's talk about the movie. Let's get into the movie first. It was great. You loved it. Oh my god, it was so good. It was everything you could want from a shitty action movie, except it was actually terrible. <laughs> and it wasn't bad, good or good, bad. However you want to look at it, it wasn't so bad. It was good. It was just shit. See, go I, ahead, Bob. I tell me all the reasons I'm wrong. I disagree, Alex. Well, you're allowed to be wrong. Now go uh, ahead. I've, I hear that all the time, uh, especially on this podcast. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I, let's start. Let's start with some things that were not great. Um, everything that exi- that happened outside of the game. Oh God! Was awful. The acting was so bad. Yeah. The movie opens up. The geeky male kid—I don't remember anyone's name—Spencer. Spencer is in his room. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded by Sony paraphernalia. There's Uncharted posters. There's random PlayStation posters. He has a Sony phone. Let me tell you something, Bob. Nobody has a Sony phone. No. Especially four kids in the same town certainly do not have a Sony phone. I So for the like first 10, 15 minutes of this movie that was spent in the real world, uh, 
I all I could see was oh, every scene was Sony. You're being assaulted by constant product placement. I was laughing so hard. I was waiting for it to somehow be inside Jumanji, but they didn't go that far. <laughs> no, they did. Did they? There was a there was a Sony product within Jumanji. What's there was that? at least one. There was a boombox at the oh, dance fighting right. scene at you're the right. uh you're right. yeah, the airfield. Um oh, and just Normally, um, you guys know this is spoilers, but definitely, yes, spoilers, because this is coming out like oh, uh, let me, let a me week just... and a half before it's even officially released. Yeah. Let me spoil the movie for you. They all make it out. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing surprising in this movie. That's for damn sure. Oh, man. So the movie starts off back in 94, 96, whenever it was. And, um, you know, some, some people, random people on the beach find Jumanji on the shore. And if you remember, I believe at the end of the first Jumanji movie, they like tossed it into the ocean. So it managed to find its way back to shore and someone dug it up and brought it to this guy's house. It was like, Hey, look at this game. And he's like, what the hell do I care? Fuck, fuck this. It's a board game. I'm playing PlayStation. Another Sony product placement. It was amazing. Um, the product places are so egregious, but so he, he puts it on the shelf and you know, Jumanji's like, well, if he's not interested in board games, I'll give him a game he is interested in. And it turns itself into a video game. He gets sucked in. Uh, and because he's an idiot, he's like, oh, this board game has magically turned into a video game. Now I must put it into my console. Yes. By the way. So the board game was just inside, like inside the board game, suddenly there was a little cartridge. Yep. But he was playing a PlayStation. So where did he suddenly find the device to put this cartridge into? I have no idea. I've been thinking about that and I I just, I can't figure it out. Remember when they were in detention and they found the whole console with the cartridge in it and it was just like this weird, like... It almost looked like an Atari twenty six hundred. Something like that. It had that, like right? the wood like plating on it. It looked like very strange. Yeah. The wood accents. Very very odd. But uh, couldn't it have just been a disc? Couldn't it, it have just been a PS two disc? It really probably should have been. Wouldn't that make more sense? I think they were going for. Um, they were going. They were trying to to make it feel a little earlier. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Well, I think here. If I'm if I'm trying to think of it from the movie making perspective, if it was a disc, and it was just sitting inside a PlayStation, it wouldn't be visible to you that the game is called Jumanji until you actually booted the system up. Yeah, but he could have just opened the board game like he did. And there was the cartridge in there. And instead it could have just been a PS one disc. I'm I'm saying not necessarily for him, but 20 years later for, for those kids. Yeah. But who cares if they can't see the disc, they could have just popped open the disc tray and see, looked at it. See Alex, what you're doing right now, I'm trying to apply logic. Yes. Hmm. You can't do that. Okay. I apologize. But yeah, no, you could have easily have done something in a jewel case and what I don't know. It was 
everything, like I said, everything outside in the real world was just kind of stupid. Uh, so, but if you go once, once you, once the kids get sucked into the game, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not skip by the most ridiculous part of this whole movie. Which is? They cut to the blonde girl, Bethany, and she's taking selfies. Once again, the vain girl who doesn't give a shit about anything except for social media is sitting there playing on her Sony phone. That girl, (laughs) if you gave that girl a Sony phone instead of an iPhone, she would have jumped right out the fucking window and cut her throat on the way to the ground. There's no way that would have ever happened. But are you trying to suggest that Sony phones aren't popular? Does anyone even own one? Where did they find the four that were in this movie? (laughs) Sony had to special manufacture them. (laughs) That girl would have killed herself for sure. You know, Sony had... when they. When they were making the movie, you know, Sony was like, "Oh, you, here, have have a phone," and the, all the actors are like, no "Yeah, I'll put this over here. Thank you. Here's your promotional materials. Oh, that's great. You know, I lost that. Happy accident. <laughs> Whoops. So, so they get sucked into the movie. Uh, not the movie. In, sucked into the game. They get sucked into the game and." You know, they all come out and this happens exactly as it's shown in the trailer. You know, each of them gets turned into one of the characters. Uh, The really geeky kid ends up becoming the rock. The The geeky redhead girl becomes a supermodel. Oh, God. Karen Gillan looks slightly better than in Guardians of the Galaxy. Just a little bit. Just a little. (laughs) I was... we we can talk more about Karen Gillan in a minute. Um, the vo- this whole podcast could be about Karen Gillan, oh, and it'll go way up dramatically. Yes, it will. Uh, the super vain uh, selfie girl becomes Jack Black, turns into Jack Black, and immediately commits suicide via hippo. <laughs> uh, and last one, Fridge, uh, the. Uh, high school jock football yeah. player tall jack football player turns into kevin hart yes and by the way they they made sure to clarify not only did the jock have a big dick kevin hart he's got a big dick yes too. well you know it worked so well for trump so you just gotta say you have one that's all that matters <laughs> it doesn't matter what the truth is <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of uh Let's talk about Karen Gillan for a minute because there was a lot of um, leftist outcry about her outfit in the movie, and then it's objectifying women and this, that, and the other. Uh, I I know you didn't like the movie, but as far as that goes, if it made sense with the movie, did it? It did. In what way? Um. Look, I'm not. Look, let me say, I don't care. She could have walked around nude the whole movie, and I wouldn't have cared. But if we're gonna act like the movie justified it, I don't know how they did. What was well, their explanation? The the explanation is that you know this is a game that you know created itself in the '90s, and you know even still, it's a video game even today. Uh, 
not as bad as it was, but you know, they are putting women in skimpy outfits. And then, you know, the character, um, she even said, this doesn't make any sense. Why would I do this? So it's a comment. It's a, it's a little bit of a commentary on how like game, like outfits and game design don't necessarily make any sense. Sure, but I don't feel like I feel like they moved beyond that very fast. Oh like, yeah, they had no, they made no attempt to explain it. I don't feel like, and this isn't a movie with a lot of subtext. Okay, no, they so the idea that they would leave it for you to figure out that oh this is just how things were back then, I don't necessarily agree with that because the rest of the movie. They explained fucking everything. Oh, guys, this is a video game, so we only have three lives. Oh, you know, there are levels in this, just like in video games. Some of the exposition was a little unbearable. A little. A little bit. Hmm. It wasn't that bad. Oh, it was bad. I under. You know what? I understand the target audience for this is not... A 31-year-old. How old are you, Bob? 32, 33. Wow. And an idiot, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So, Well, I the, did enjoy this movie, so. <laughs> exactly. So maybe you are the target. But I understand the target audience is probably like, you know, 10 to 15-year-old kids. But even 10 to 15-year-old kids already know all this about video games. So who are you explaining this for? Their parents. There's no way. Their parents know too. Not even, even not a, every one of our generation. Even a sixty-year-old knows that there are lives and levels in video games. Yeah, but you do need to establish that they have three lives. You know, and if you're gonna sit there and explain that, you might as well, you know, just explain the whole thing instead of, uh, just saying, "Oh, guess we have three lives." Cool. I feel like they could have just done it much easier when when Jack Black or Bethany gets eaten by the hippo and suddenly there's a two on his arm and there's a three on everyone else's arm. I think they easily just could have had like one of them grab his arm and be like, shit, you're down to two lives. The rest of us still have three, you know, and that way you basically explain what's going on without taking the hammer and pounding the nail into the fucking ground. You know, I was a little surprised that Batman didn't show up in this movie. Uh, and I'll, here, here, here's why. Because... The ner- what? The nerdy redheaded girl? <laughs> sure. Her name is Martha. Oh, God. Martha! Why'd you say that name? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, by the way... <laughs> In 2017, or how old was the girl supposed to be? 15, 18, something like that. Somewhere in know. high school. Yeah. So, 15 years ago, let's say, no parent would have named their daughter Martha. No, no one would have done that to their daughter. <laughs> she would have been a Jennifer or a Megan, something like that. Yeah. that It was 
<laughs> the first time I heard it, I, I had that thought jumped through my head. I'm like, I'm just here. Why did you say that name? The kid, the, okay, the nerdy kid is named Spencer. Spencer. Who would have done this to their children? Spencer's was very popular. In the did 90s. we ever find out what Fridge's real name was, or was he just always Fridge the whole time? Um. Uh, According to Wikipedia, his name was Anthony Johnson. I don't remember hearing that in the movie, but he might have. Yeah, I don't remember anyone calling him Anthony. No. So, but at least he got a normal name. Yeah. I, Again, the hot blonde. Well, I shouldn't say that because who knows how old that actress is. But Bethany. Bethany. She wouldn't have shortened her name to Beth by now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. This movie's this movie's even bigger bullshit than I thought as I go over it. <laughs> okay. Uh so they meet oh, you're an NPC. They meet some guy comes in a car and picks them up and he's talking to them and but he won't answer any questions unless they're very specific to the game. And so this mega smart ethereal object that turned itself from a board game into a video game to suck people into its own world can only create NPCs with a few lines of dialogue. I bet it could create uh, NPCs with much more dialogue if it wanted to. Mm. But it was sticking to the game format. Oh, guys, this is an NPC. It only has specific lines, just like in video games. Oh, now we're in a cutscene, just like in video games. Oh, come on. I got a giggle out of that. Oh, my God. It would, I mean, the exposition was a little rough. I did enjoy Nigel, uh, the NPC. Uh, he, he was a little ridiculous. I was waiting for the Nigel heel turn at the end. Like, he traps one of them in the game to continue the game on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the rock gets trapped in there, but everyone else gets to go back. I also think this movie would have been much more interesting if one of them would have died and we would have seen what actually takes place when they lose all three lives. Like, is there a real world repercussion? I I did. Um, I, I had the same thought that I was actually surprised it didn't happen. Uh, and my thought is if, if, if that would have happened, that the person who died would have come back if the rest of the crew figured it out. Uh, but uh, you know, but then you're not answering the question, right? Because you know, at the end of this movie, they're winning. So maybe, maybe it could have been something like the person who loses all of their lives turns into an evil person within the game. And now they have to pull them back from the brink and make them remember who they really were. That would have been interesting. You know, and then they pull them out of the game. Maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Rather than like, oh, you won the game. Now you're all magically out of it. Eh. But it's simple. I'm just trying to think of ways that you could make this script even slightly better. <laughs> no, Were I th- there enough dick jokes for you in this movie, Bob? There were a lot more dick jokes than I anticipated. But I, I thought, I mean, they're, it's all low-hanging fruit. Uh, literally, uh, but pairs of low hanging fruit. <laughs> um, but I thought most of them landed. I thought, it, you know, they're they're dumb jokes, but they got a laugh out of me. So, you know, this isn't gonna win an Oscar, but I've I was entertained. I thought 
The Rock really sk- it turned into the the part very hard. <laughs> well, and that's one of the issues with the movie. When you go to see a movie with The Rock in it, you want The Rock, not Rock playing a dweeb. I, I don't th- want geek rock. I know, but I thought it. I I did enjoy him in this movie, and he. I enjoyed the smoldering, whatever that was called. <laughs> that was good. Oh, do that again. Stare or whatever. Can you can you control that or you know what? I thought Jack Black was really funny. I thought he pulled oh, that he, roll off. He, he well. dove into it. Jack Black dove into it. Uh, Kevin Hart. It was just kind of there. He didn't seem like as bombastic as Kevin Hart normally is. I think they did a huge injustice to him in in having him get drunk in the middle of the movie. Because um, that just made his character really stupid. You know, but he, he could have been. He could have been better, but I still like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart playing off of the rock works. Most of the time, and I thought the fight they had, and you know, Rock put or Kevin Hart pushes Rock off the cliff, and Rock dies, and and Rock comes back and he's like, "Oh no, I'm pissed off now." <laughs> he smacks him and like throws him into the side of a wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. It's just I've seen Kevin Hart and The Rock together in a considerably better movie in Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence was a lot of fun. That was that was a fairly well written comedy. This was uh, okay. This, this was like this was like bad comedy with aspirations of a bad action movie. Yeah, I think the the characters and it felt. If one of the problems with this movie is it felt so slow to get going at the beginning before they really in the sections where they finally started to get into it, the movie did improve the first 20 minutes to half an hour was fucking brutal and it it really hurt the whole movie on because it just was so long to get moving. I agree with that. I do also think that there was a stretch in the middle that got that just slowed to a crawl. Yeah, when they were in the town. Yeah, and they meet um, Nick Jonas, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I was like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I know I should know who this is, but I had to wait until the credits because I'm, you know, a normal human being who doesn't pay attention to the Jonas Brothers. I did read when they were at that his home and the name was written there. That was Robin Williams' character's name. I had a feeling... So, right, I, I think everyone figured that. Yeah, I, I didn't actually uh, remember that from the previous movie, but I had figured it and did confirm it after. So, so that was a nice little nod. In the previous movie, does he actually go into the world at some point? Because I thought the animals were just coming out of the board game. I have a very poor memory of this movie. No, in the first movie, uh, Robin Williams gets trapped in the game. Oh, okay. And he's there for like 20 some years, some crazy amount of time. And when he, uh, when the kids in the Juman, the first movie find it, it somehow, <coughs> excuse me, instead of them getting into the game, 
it the game comes into their house. Right. The world comes into their home a little bit. So there, there's definitely no continuity in how Jumanji actually works. It seems to kind of just work however it wants to work. And when you and when you get removed from the game, sometimes it time travels you back to parts of your life. Well, that's consistent with the first movie, at least. Because uh, it did send Robin Williams back in time. Um, to fix things so so that there is a at least a little bit of consistency there and i found when when the movie really slows to a crawl and you know what what a terrible lot that you're in the game for 20 years as nick jonas and then you leave the game and you're tom hanks son that dweeb <laughs> that geek what's his right name? colin hanks i think so oh, yeah Who's been in, what was the other, um, he did that movie a long time ago. Jack Black was in it. Uh, Oh, Orange County. That's what it was. I haven't seen that. Uh, He's playing a high school kid who is trying to get in Stanford and uh, he's he gets rejected and so he goes on this quest to try and get in and it's not great uh it was it was an okay watch but so uh, i wonder if that's how he knows jack black and that's how he kind of got the part um that little part at the end do you want to be in the movie for one minute yeah sweet totally cool sweet wonder how much you got paid for that one minute (laughs) probably too much (laughs) <laughs> more than likely poor bethany i mean she she was man she wanted to come out of that game and just fuck the shit out of nick jonas and then it's like oh man your old rocker dad <laughs> damn it what what's funny is you because you've set this up as a kids movie and but so, everyone wants to get it on yeah Absolutely. Well, as kids are, you know, sure. Okay. So this all makes sense, actually. The, uh, yeah. But there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot of interesting things you could do with the basic premise. Like, you get sucked into the game and now, oh, you you can't live in the real world anymore because you were the rock in the game. So every like the kid want, he goes, that's why that's why he, he wanted to stay yeah because i'm the fucking rock yeah of course i want to stay in the fucking game and i'm the rock and i'm gonna bang carrie and karen gillen of course he doesn't want to yeah, leave i don't want to leave come on let's stay it'll be great <laughs> and oh could you imagine that it, it, like if he could have convinced her to stay at least a little bit and then you could cut to the outside world and the, the other kids are trying to explain to the principal that yeah, they're still in the game. And he can just look at them like, sure they are. <laughs> Where'd they go? But, yeah, but you can't do that because that's a dark storyline. And it's a kid's movie. So, the uh, the super awkward, uh, just over-the-top first kiss that was funny. Yes. It was more awkward when they were out of the game than the first one was in the game. Yeah. Where they're just like missing their lips by a mile. <laughs> like, okay, no one's this bad. 
I don't care what age you are. No one fucks it up that bad. It was. It I, was. That was funny. That was, that was. That was funny. Uh, I did enjoy. I, I thought the whole Karen Gillan being bad at flirting was a little much for me. I thought that was fine. It was a little over the top, but. I did, but the break dance or the, break, that, the dance that fighting was scene, too much for you. It, it just didn't land with me. I thought it was just a little too over the top, but that's just me. the The dance fighting scene there, though, was very enjoyable. I thought the action set pieces in this movie were pretty decent. They were okay. I don't know. There was just something about the movie. I was very bored the whole time. And like I said, I understand I am clearly not the target audience for this film. But I don't think kids are going to go into it and have a blast either. I'm really curious. I think it needed to be a little bit faster paced. I think in a lot of parts of this movie, children are going to completely lose their attention. They're going to be wanting to do anything else. Yeah, it does seem weird because it's... Because it's like, like another, isn't it over two hours? That was a long it movie. It was an hour and 59 minutes. Okay. Just under two hours. And I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, like this should have been. An hour and a half, hour 20. Yeah. Well, to be a real movie, you got to be at least an hour and a half. But if you could have taken this in at like 90, 95 minutes, that would have been perfect. If the movie would have started off and it was just the four kids in detention and they got sucked into the game. You I didn't need been, all the setup. No, it would have been so much easier. Right. And then you could have got into what type of people they are inside the game. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. There there was way too much setup. Uh, there were moments within, when they were in the game that could have been sped up. I do agree with you on that, that they're, they're, the length of the movie it works against it. I am curious to see how it does uh, once it officially releases. Because... You know, as we've said, it's clearly been mark. It's clearly they want they're positioning it as a kids movie, but there are a lot of things in the movie that are like, eh, it's not really a kids movie. I think it might actually. It's more of a teenager movie, not yeah a children's I, and movie. And that's how I feel. Is it is more of a teenager movie, but with all the exposition that was unnecessary and all the banging you over the head with how video games are, mm-hmm. that's where I feel like you're going to lose a lot of teenagers because like me, they're going to be sitting there and they're going to already know this. Mm-hmm. They're just going to think this is fucking stupid. It's not like this anyway. Can we just move on? Right. Come on. Let's just get to the part where the rock punches somebody in the head. The, what was the, in the town, the rock, when he just kind of goes for it, that was fun. When he goes for what? When he just starts beating the oh, shit out of people. Oh, he just beats the shit out of everybody. <laughs> well, that was the thing in the movie is they were all switching between being mega competent and total destruction to then fucking up something easy. Mm-hmm. Like Karen Gillian would go and just demolish people and kick them off motorcycles and shit. And then she'd trip over her own feet trying to walk down a hill to go flirt with some guys. <laughs> it's like, Really? Which one is it? I, yeah, right. 
Like, I understand when you first get in, there should be there. There would be an adjustment period of, oh, my God, I'm in a new body and I have all these crazy abilities. After a while, you would be like, I'm a superhero. Let's go whoop some ass. I I feel like I would have preferred if they had given them five lives and killed them more frequently. Maybe while they're learning. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been better. <laughs> and then you're on these limited lives and the rock is like, Hey, Kevin Hart, I'm just going to toss you down to these rhinos. Sorry, buddy. That was a fun scene. Time to die. <laughs> I love the rock. Up and on, then, and uh, then he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put the helicopter back together while we're flying. <laughs> well, he is superhuman. So at least this makes sense. I mean, he is the Hulk in most movies. So that didn't bother me too much. No, it didn't bother me at all. I found it hysterical. I did like the plan was we're going to kill Kevin Hart on purpose. And then we're going to flip the helicopter sideways to catch him as he comes back down from being killed. Like, okay. (laughs) What a great thinker. Oh, man. It was a little ridiculous. Uh, What else? I the the final scene. Okay, if this was a video game, who would ever want to play as Bethany Jack Black's character? Because the only thing he was able to do was read a map, right? Could he Correct. do anything else? No. He was supposed to be amazing at staring. Like, let's review this video game. Okay, there are some cool characters. You have the guy who can fly planes. Yep. And helicopters. The pilot. You have the guy who can whoop a bunch of ass. Uh, Spencer's character is just out there destroying everybody. You have the hot chick in no clothing who can whoop ass. So these are three characters you would actually want to play as. Let's 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 run through real quick just the names of these okay. of these uh, video game characters. Well, you have Ruby Roundhouse, aka Hot Redhead. Correct. You have. Dr. Smolder Bravestone. That's The Rock. Professor Sheldon Shelley Oberon. That's uh, Jack Black's character. Mm -hmm. Franklin Mouse Finbar. That's Kevin Hart. Who's a zoologist. Uh, Jefferson Seaplane McDonough. That's the pilot. And then... The uh, antagonist is John Harden Van Pelt. Yeah, that guy was a dork, too. Oh, yeah. So, at least if you're Kevin Hart's character, apparently that character can control and communicate with animals. So, at least you have something. But Jack Black's character, this would be like, you'd be pulling straws. Oh, you got the short straw today. Okay, you're playing as the guy who can read the map. Enjoy. Right. Sweet. Great character design. <laughs> if this if this game was getting reviewed, that'd be like two points off the score just for that. Yeah. No, Jack Black's character, Kevin Hart's character, they're both NPCs in a real game. You know, they're your they're your team members in Mass Effect that are you're not playing as them. Yeah, they're they're just sitting in the corner of the ship waiting for you to come over and talk to them. They never actually they're, leave the ship. They're accessible anything. via a menu system. And that's about it. Yeah, Karen Gillian goes to Jack Black to learn how to flirt, but that's it. He never actually comes out into the wild. I was a little annoyed they didn't let Karen Gillian use her real accent. 
had to well, go. She's Irish, right? Uh, British. Is she? Hmm. I believe so. I think she's Scottish. Uh, I'll have to check on that, but I think so. I, she was a long time. Uh, well, uh, a companion on Doctor Who. Yeah, she's Scottish. Well, you know, if you're in an American movie, though, Bob, you must be American. But Nigel was British. But he's like a side character dweeb. He's a dork. Yeah. I don't know. It was very distracting because I know her as uh, Amy Pond. How, how, come, how come all actors and actresses from, you know, Australia, Britain, places like that can all do amazing American accents? Because they're good actors. If, if 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 you didn't tell people that she's not American, everyone would have assumed she is. There's no yeah, way for you the most know. Part. It's like um, from Fringe. Is it Anna Torv? Did you ever watch Fringe? Never watched Fringe. Oh, no. uh, the main actress on that show. I think she's Australian. Or House. You know, Hugh Laurie, um, on Chuck, uh, Von Strahovski, um. Christian Bale in the Batman movies. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of great. The the most amazing example is Colin Farrell can do an amazing American accent in his normal accent. No one can possibly understand the word, what he's saying. (laughs) He actually goes from unintelligible to American. It's amazing. You know who, who's interested? What's his name? Uh, James McAvoy. I've never heard him do an American accent. But he dials down his Scottish accent to be understandable for Professor X. Do you think when Colin Farrell's hanging out with his friends who aren't from the same place as him, I'm sure everyone talks like him from wherever he's from, so it's fine. But if he's just like hanging out with some of his buddies in L.A., are they just like, Kim, you do the American accent, man. Come on. I don't have a fucking idea what you're saying right now. <laughs> Your mouth's moving. Words are coming out. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> so the last uh, scene of this movie where they get there and, uh, you know, they have to get the gem back up to the top of the Jaguar. Uh, what did you think of that scene? It was there. Oh. Well, this was like the one scene where finally they're at the height of their powers and everyone's working together and Mm -hmm. the rocks riding motorcycles through a path of large boulders. That scene's amazing and I will hear nothing to the contrary. (laughs) I mean, so at least they were finally competent, you know, so they built it up a little, but it's just, you know, it was a, it was a scene. The, the, the bad guy was so unimpressive does he ever actually directly kill anyone yes one guy one of his henchmen no but i'm saying but one of the characters no like all their deaths are either self-inflicted or some random animals kill them the person who's supposed to be the big bad guy never actually does anything well and one of the things i thought that was uh really odd about his character compared to a lot of the other things we saw in the movie is like, there are scenes where they're setting up the villain and like, he's got a camp and he's actively plotting in a video game. That doesn't happen. 
you know, your your villain just shows up at predetermined points to do what he's been programmed to do. So they you know, they clearly did it because it's a movie and you need to you want they want to show the motivation for the villain. But he really he'd really just be doing what he's programmed to do. There he wouldn't be doing things if you're not in his vicinity. Well, and wouldn't it have been okay if because he clearly has some control over the animals, if not complete control, wouldn't it have been okay if, like the scene where they're in the canyon and all the rhinos are chasing them, couldn't he have just been standing on top of the canyon in control? Yeah. So at least he actually did something, right? Yeah, that would have made more sense. Um. Like, all that ever happened is when he took control of the animals, they suddenly became less competent. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Now, he, he was really weird. I mean, the To me, what I enjoyed about this movie was the interaction of the characters. I thought they had, they played off each other well. Um, there was... There were the scenes of exposition were which were a little brutal to get through, but I think once they got through that, you know, the characters themselves, how they played off each other was good. Okay, so if we're doing our typical, you know, I don't know, do you guys rate movies on this show? We don't do a rating. We um we just give a recommendation. Uh whether you would go see the movie or not. <laughs> okay. If you're hanging out with your girlfriend and you've already watched everything on Redbots, Redbox in existence, and you're really bored, then go rent this movie for a dollar. <laughs> and hopefully while you're in the middle of the movie, you can transition into other activities. <laughs> Redbox and chill. What a, what a ringing endorsement. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I would say go see it. In the theaters. I would say, yeah. Pay $15 to go see this movie. It is a fun time out. And here's, here's, here's a lot of it, Alex. And I've been, I've been thinking about, and one of the reasons I think I enjoyed this movie as much as I did is it really was a pure turn your brain off popcorn movie. Oh, you had to turn your brain off for sure. Oh, you absolutely have to. And if you can't, and I've talked about this with Erica about other movies, like if you can't turn your mind off, in the middle of a movie, it hasn't worked for you. Um, and that's fine. That happens. Uh, but if you can turn your mind off, you can just sit back and enjoy it. You know, we need that sometimes. You absolutely do. You can't not, you, especially in a, a world where every day you're, wor- you're worried a tweet is going to start a nuclear war. You... Well, you do need that popcorn movie once in a while. Now, I, I would argue that any good movie engages your mind in some way. A good movie, yes. Something would, something you would perhaps call a film. You know what? We're going to do a rating here because I want to know how far apart we are. Zero to four stars. What is this movie? Can we do five? No, we're doing four. Two. It's two? Yeah. I was going to say one or one and a half. So... I can't believe we're this close. Eh, because it's not a great movie. It's 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 an enjoyable movie. There's a lot of problems with it. But I would definitely... Yeah, I might say two and a half. A little higher. 
That's why I was going to give it three on a five point. <laughs> okay. So, uh, no, I I just, it's not, it's not the best movie ever made. It's kind of this rock popcorn type movie. Um, I would certainly, it, 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 if you're looking at rock movies, you know, this is definitely on the lower end. Oh, yeah. The uh, way lower end. <laughs> you know, it's certainly not. This is pure cash in. It's certainly not fast eight. No. Um, but. This is pure. Let's how, let, how much money can we make for minimal effort movie? This but, was this was the equivalent of when Adam Sandler gets all his buddies together to make that grown ups movie. And they just hang out and make a shitty movie. That's what this was. The Rock wanted to hang out with Kevin Hart again because he had a great time. <laughs> on central intelligence so he just decided hey let's make a shit movie and i'm casting kevin hart no matter what you know what here's the thing though and uh i think what what helps with this this movie is that they are having a good time you know the end product is yeah up for an up for debate but you know you can tell that because the character interaction works you know if they weren't having a good time if they hated every moment of this. The the characters interacting would suck too, and then it would be a one. You, you know what I will say? I'll say, based on the trailer, for a rare change, this is actually what I expected it to be. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times you see trailers and you're thinking, man, this movie's going to be awesome. And then you go see it and it's total shit. Right. This movie was exactly what I thought it would be from what I saw in the trailer. That's refreshing. That's something. Speaking of trailers, Bob, since I'm done with this movie, it's it sucks. Don't yeah, don't see it. <laughs> I I think it's worth see. If you, if you are if if you're if you're watching the trailer and you think you might be interested in it, it's worth seeing. I think Alex hit it right on the head. It's a, a I think from the trailer you're going to know right off the bat whether or not you're going to enjoy it. If you enjoyed the trailer, go see it. If you didn't enjoy the trailer, don't go see it. Did you see the trailer for Battle Angel Alita? No. <laughs> okay, well, we'll watch that and then we'll talk about it on Subtle Interference. Um, yes. So, uh, since we're wrapping up, uh, is there anything... E- obviously, Last Jedi comes out next week. Yeah. Um, I'm going... Thursday night. I don't know. You'll probably go weekend of, right? I don't know when I'm going to see it. It'll be, you know, shortly Soon. after it comes out. Right. Uh, is there anything else coming out that you are uh, in the near future you're excited for? I can't think of anything. Is there anything on your mind? Maybe you'll jog my memory. Uh, not until Black Panther in well, February. That, that might be okay. Uh, like all Marvel movies, it'll probably be fine. Right. Uh, I, it it does have potential kinda, to be good. I kind of want to see Ready Player One because I'm assuming it's going to be a train wreck. Uh, I don't know if I can sit through it, Alex. It that feels trailer's like, bad. It, it feels like a train wreck, doesn't it? it? Yeah. There, there's no way that movie's going to be any good. So, uh, and I'm just trying to think of, uh, did you did you watch the Jurassic World trailer? No, I didn't even see the first one. Um, well, one, you're not missing anything. Uh, two, I think it is worth watching the Jurassic World 2 trailer. Um, just 
to you know remind yourself that the world is a shitty place and uh as if there's not enough we reminder need, we need a reminder <laughs> uh no that looks it looks terrible i was actually i was somewhat excited for jurassic world and my first watch of it i enjoyed it i was able to turn my brain off uh because there's dinosaurs on screen and that's just something i love but i watched it again on the plane ride and I was like, man, this is just a steaming pile of shit. So maybe if I watch Jumanji again, I'll have the same thought. In The Last Jedi, is Rey going heel turn? Is she going to the dark side, Bob? I there's, don't think There's so. no way, right? Because no. they're hinting towards it so much in the trailers that there's just no way. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, You know, it may be a she's tempted, but they're not going to actually make her go. So, so with that, I think we'll, uh, call this a podcast, uh, and, uh, check out our upcoming episodes of subtle interference and our past episodes. Uh, we should be recording again this Friday. Uh, what else do we got? We've uh, uploaded a couple after the movies in the last two weeks we're going to try and stay on top of that from here on and also check out our bob the dog no on the coast. no there'll be no other recommendations for other shows <laughs> fuck those people this isn't subtle interference no this no. is our show please check out uh improvised weapons uh our live play D D podcast hosted by my buddy sam in vermont and uh, keep an eye on TeamBoomandKnife.com for all of our updates. So uh, with that, uh, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. This has been a Puma Knife production.